Hello everyone, I'm so glad that you're joining us today. I'm Rodney Founts and you are right now part of Up and to the Right. And so maybe if you're listening to us every single week, I'm so glad that you choose to tune in and uh, hopefully you're learning something. Hopefully uh, you're sharing this and hopefully you're loving it. And if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. And uh, we are thrilled that you are joining us each and every week. And today I have a very special guest with us that I'm excited to introduce you to, and that is Corey Watt. Yeah, grateful to be here, Pastor. Thank you. Uh, grateful for you as well. Well, I am thrilled. Uh, it has been fun to get to know you over the past few years, and I, now I get to sit down with you. That's right. I know. This is, this is exciting. I'm, I'm on the podcast. This is a big deal for me. So I'm not, I, 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 but my mom's definitely going to be watching. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> well, we got an extra viewer this week then if uh, mom is watching. Hopefully she'll share it with some other uh, friends or family. And so, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself, okay? Well, uh, my name's Corey. Well, I've been uh, been in Oklahoma City for about six years. Been coming to North uh, maybe four years. Yep. It's just before we started Got Three, and I, I got here through Scott Klazowski, my boss, and his wife had dragged me here for the first time. And about two weeks into uh, my time here in Oklahoma City, they said, "Oh, by the way, we're we're going to help out with this church plant up in Guthrie." And I said, "Guthrie, where is Guthrie?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to Google it and I live in the city, but, uh, so I go up to Guthrie and of course love it up there. And I love every time I get to spend, uh, some time here at Oklahoma city as well. So if I understand this correctly, I think you went from like a five minute drive to North church to like a 50 minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. 45. Yeah. Right yeah. up there. Yeah. I'm just, I, I could throw a stone and hit, uh, this, this campus. So, yeah. well, we're, we're glad of the investment that you've made. Because uh, you have seen the growth and the wonderful things that's happened in uh, Guthrie. Well, and I, I mean, the growth that I've seen in myself because of that church yeah. uh, and, and the people that pour into me, including you, including Pastor Hetty, and just so many people. I can't even I can't even mention them all. It would take the entire podcast. But I mean, I'm just so grateful to this church and what it's done for me. Well, I've, I've watched your life and I've seen you not only grow spiritually, I've also seen the impact that you're making um, out in the community. And uh, with podcasts that you've been a part of, uh, I've also seen you, I mean, you, you've been on stage here as, as a poet. Uh, you have um, influenced a lot of people. And I want to say thank you very much for that. And in fact, you just, in fact, there was someone here just a little bit before mm. uh, we started this taking pictures because of something, uh, an achievement you just received, right? Yep. Uh, journal record Achievers Under 40 just announced a couple of days ago. So really excited and grateful to uh, receive that award. I'd always wanted to be on one of those lists, mm -hmm. you know, the 40 under 40s or 30 under 30s. And I was like, uh, maybe I'll get to 90 under 90 and I'll make, <laughs> I'll make that list. But no, I, I got to the 40 under 40 or it was, I think it's, it's not, it's Achievers Under 40. 40, but yeah. you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And it's well-deserving, and I see why they picked you. And so I'm thrilled that you're joining us today. And matter of fact, we just, we're just going to jump right into this. How about it? Mm -hmm. And so today our topic is uh, The Chosen, um, a series that we are doing, and we did last year. This year is going to be the second year of it. And so let's just jump into it, and let's talk it over as we talk about The Chosen. Well, Corey, I'm so glad that uh, you're sitting down with me. And, you know, first off, um, just The Chosen itself, the series. Uh, for me, I know that as soon as I heard about it, uh, I kind of brushed it off. I, I did brush it off. I brushed it off for many, many months uh, as just, oh, I've heard, you know, I've seen other Christian 
television shows about Jesus or whatever, and I kind of brushed it off. <laughs> and then finally, I had some people that really said, you need to watch this, Pastor. This is so good. But it wasn't sure the typical people that I was expecting to say that to me, the people my age or older, <laughs> that said, you need to watch this Jesus movie. No, it was millennials. Yeah. Uh, it was you know young people that were saying, this is good. And so I said, okay, I think that I need to sit down and watch this. And I did. Shannon and I fell in love with it. And we're like, oh, wow, this is great. And I had been looking to do something. We had done kind of the at the movies or cinema in the past years where we would take a popular um, movie that has been released. And then we would take it, break it down and give some spiritual content from it. But this, this was something really that I felt like we should do as a church. Mm -hmm. And it was so well done. I was like, let's do this. And so then we launched out with it and i i'd never even heard of the chosen before you you came up to me about it and uh you called us in and we'll talk about the team later and it was uh, about two days before memorial day weekend last year and you said we're going to need a script like in the next week so we're going to need you all to watch all eight episodes over Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. And I tell you what, that was probably the best Memorial Day weekend I've ever had because I didn't have anything to do. And it, I got to procrastinate yard work and sit around to watch eight hours of TV. So that was pretty good and pretty good TV, I, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I mean, The Chosen is a, it's a phenomenal series. The way they're, we've talked about it, the way they're crowdfunding this thing, the way they're on kind of the, what may become in the future a new model of doing television yeah. uh, and just going out there and crowdfunding yourself and removing the production studios to a, to a certain degree. And, uh, you know, the warmth, the warmth of, I, I tell people that from now on, when I picture Jesus, it's going to be the actor that's yeah. playing Jesus in that show. Uh, the way they humanize Jesus, um, the stories they tell about him, the way he he comes across as as a, a, a somebody re, you could you know somebody you could fall in love with. I mean, yeah. not that you couldn't fall in love with Jesus, but you know what I mean. Sure, it's he, and I love just we see Jesus in those moments, and we see Jesus when he's having a good time. We see him, and when he's kind, and I think as the show progresses. We're going to see a, a, a different Jesus, and yeah. one that's uh, you know maybe you know maybe more stern and um, you know uh, and maybe a little tougher than than we've seen in the first season and a half. Yeah, no, actually, we've already seen that. Uh, actually, this the w one of the ones we just did mm -hmm. that you wrote. Uh, he was stern one time whenever John and mm -hmm. uh, James and John were going to let's let's call fire down from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is like he jumps up in their grill and really kind of straightens them out but done in a, such a powerful but beautiful uh, way. You know, you talked about Jesus and how that warmth and that loving. I tell you, in, in the uh, first season, uh, the one with he's with the children playing. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just beautiful. Mm. You know, there was a moment in the second season too where he is preparing for the Sermon on the Mount and he's practicing. Yeah. Like Jesus practicing for the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. And my, one of my favorite Bible verses is, uh, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. And I just, to me, because it reminds me that, you know, Jesus had to grow as well. Yeah. You know, he had to mature. He matured. And it reminds me that all of us are always maturing. I'm maturing in my spirituality every day. You know, I didn't start out very spiritually mature, but I'm, and I'm, I don't know if I'm very spiritually mature right now, but I'm every day I'm getting a little better at it. That's good. Well, yeah. Well, 
I'm with you on that. I have thoroughly enjoyed. And some people are like, well, that's not biblical in this way. No, no, no. The characters are all biblical in regards to what they, you know, the, the disciples and so forth. What they are doing is they are just, they're not doing anything anti-biblical. They're just drawing the picture of what could be and what was most likely. And that, that's why you, know, you talked about Christian entertainment being so stale and that's because people are afraid to take risks because yeah. they're afraid to upset people yeah. they upset the what we might call the base sure. but this this is an opportunity to bring jesus to more people to people who wouldn't necessarily maybe go to church but they might sit down and watch this interesting show that their friends are telling them about and maybe that might bring them to jesus so yeah. you're opening up uh the gospel to a wider group of people. I mean, there are people in different countries. We're not talking about just America here. We're talking about Europe, Australia, Africa are getting to see this show and maybe they, be, they may come to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you're so right now. So uh, right now we've already shown one of the uh, episodes last, last weekend yeah. uh, here at North Church. We um, unrolled it. And so next weekend is going to be the second week of The Chosen. And so I really hope that people show up, they invite people, they get people watching online if they can't even make it physically to one of our locations. Um, and so I hope that they do that. Now, let's just talk just a little bit about the atypicalness of it. Mm -hmm. uh, you already alluded to it a little bit. Uh, a little bit more. Talk about what it has impressed you about how they have packaged this together and done it different than anything we've ever seen before. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, I think it's cutting edge, not just in Christian world across you know the boundaries it is cutting edge i mean to take a show and to just drop it on youtube yeah and no advertising just drop it on youtube total crowdfunding but you can see this momentum building right it's like exciting oh, it has it's millions of followers now yeah. yeah yeah and then to just build an app and to just put it on that app we're seeing the the uh you know the erosion of maybe the television networks uh, we're starting to see the rise of streaming services, but you're seeing that third rise. So many people, especially young people, are getting their entertainment from YouTube. Yes. They're not getting it from Amazon Prime or Netflix or even the TV stations or cable. They're getting it from YouTube. Yeah. And, and so that's where the eyeballs are for young people. And so that, I think, in many ways, this could be a model for how you build a show in the future. And it gives the, the creators of this show more creative control because they, they're not beholden to a production company that's going to say no you can't do that or we want this that or you know this actress is married to this director and so we we need to you need to put her in the show or whatever you know yeah. they don't have that problem uh and, and 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 so it opens gives him a lot more creative freedom uh dallas jenkins mm -hmm. and his team well i would encourage everyone to go watch uh i mean last season and this season is truly phenomenal it's impacting it's encouraging it's challenging it gives you new insight and and revelation of what the scriptures and the gospels is speaking. So now let me ask, uh, you, you mentioned about the, that, that dreadful Memorial Day weekend, but also was a dramatic and powerful weekend. It was a fun weekend. Uh, it was fun. And when I say dreadful, it was like the first statement that I gave them is because I called you guys together and we'll get into who those individuals were. In fact, let's just do that now. Uh, basically, I asked for four of you to come, Corey White, uh, Shelly Sterling, and then, um, Aaron Schmidt. Aaron Schmidt. And Casey Vandestig. And Casey Vandestig. And so I got all four of you to say, let's come together. Let's begin to um, figure this out. And of course, the first question was, so pastor, uh, when do we need to have this done by the first, um, you know, script written? 
<laughs> I think I looked at you guys and said uh, over Zoom call, I said, um, how about having a script ready by next week? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we get a little sense of your life every week, the pressure that you're under. So we got a small taste yeah. of, of what, what kind of the pressure that you face on a, on a weekly basis. So tell us about that weekend. You, you got in that first, tell us a little bit about how we have been meeting together and what that looks like in the script writing side of things. Well, we, uh, we, you asked us to watch the kind of binge watch that first season. So we all separated and went our ways. And that next week we came together and we came up with a plan of uh, four messages, I believe if I'm yes. off the top of my head. And the, the first season was, it was each, a lot of the episodes were built around characters which made it a little easier to build those messages, to know which messages or which, which messages to build. You know, uh, the first episode was about Mary. And so that was a ready-made uh, you know, uh, message right there. Uh, then we did um, Peter, Simon Peter, and then you had Matthew. Uh, and then I think, then we, we, we go to Nicodemus as mm -hmm. well. Uh, you know, so you had those ready-made characters and that's one of the challenges of building in the second season is that you've already been introduced to a lot of those characters and you're not gonna go back. And, and the episodes aren't really as encompassing as they were in the first season. The, the storylines expand yes. and therefore, if you don't know exactly what's going to happen, it makes it much more difficult to build those messages. And one of the challenges, we're building this, the, these, these couple of uh, messages we're gonna show here in July. We're building those while this season is dropping. You know, so we're, we're sitting there, the team is, and we're, we're just like, are they gonna? Are they gonna drop a? Are they yes. gonna drop an episode? We need them to drop an episode. So we're we're kind of working on on uh, the chosen's timeline at this point. Yeah, no, no, but it's it's been wonderful. So so you you take um, so which scripts have you written? Uh, and and tell yeah. tell us how you've worked together. Okay, uh, with that. Yeah, well, we we get together. We so we we come up with maybe those four or five. Let's say uh, I may be missing one off the top of my head, but we came up with those. Oh. Uh, the Wedding of Cana, one of the yeah. ones I wrote. That was another one where, again, it was one episode, but it was a full story arc in one episode, and you could build uh, a message around that. And so we get together, and we divvy them up. Uh, and then we go, um, and uh, we just write. And then we come back together, and we give each other edits. And it's funny that we all have certain strengths. Uh, you know, like me, I'm I, 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 I'm great with the 10 cent word when you need a five cent word. So that, <laughs> yeah. that's me. That's me. But no, I'm, I, you know, but there's others who are really good about, you know, bringing it back to how does this, uh, you know, how, how do you use this to follow Jesus? Uh, you know, there's others, each has their strength that we're able to play off each other, which has been phenomenal for, uh, to, to get to work with that team. And then obviously you you go in and you do your final polish and you get maybe Samson or Michael or somebody else at the church to do a final edit as well. So, yeah. I mean, this really is a team thing. Yeah, no, it really has been. And somebody asked me, how did I pick the four there to kind of be a part of this? And really, um, I begin to ask some of our team, uh, you know, who do you think would be good at really writing scripts? And, um, and I got some of those names. And then I began to, of course, I already knew about you uh, because, you know, I've, I've seen you in action a few times. And so I began to just do a little bit of my own research and interview of you guys without knowing that it was possibly for uh, as a script writer for The Chosen. And then after I confirmed what they said and, you know, I felt, uh, I made the invitations to have you guys to help out. 
And of course, Aaron, everyone, you're right. Each one of us added, added their own uniqueness, their giftings, their abilities, whether it be Aaron or Sher Shelly or Casey or yourself. And, um, and then of course, one of the things that has been, um, you know, humbling for me is like, man, you're throwing in guys words in there. I'm like, I've got to take these words out because if I use this word in a script in my video, they'll know that it didn't come from me. Cause it's <laughs> that, too, it's those, too. Those are the ones I wrote, by the way, too. By the way. <laughs> it's too smart for Rodney. So I've got to dumb it down no, a little bit. I, did, I didn't mean that, but, <laughs> the, but the words like I'm, one of the, one of the hardest, one of the challenges is, is getting your voice right. And that's yeah. maybe one of the ways I, I struggle. Whereas maybe an Aaron or Shelly are better at, at getting your voice. And so that's where they can take some of the things I've written and maybe make it into, uh, into something you might actually say. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, you know, this has been really a fun journey and I've really enjoyed those Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Zoom meetings. Yes, and, and one thing I will say, and I've, I've told this to a few people, Rodney, and what I appreciate about you is you've had a long day. We've all had a long day, but you especially, I mean, long week. And it's 8.30, 9 o'clock in the evening. And, and you could be all business. You could be all business in that. I, I just want to get this done. I'm tired. I got to go. No, you spend that time pouring into us and, and just teaching Jesus. And it's just the four of us or five of us on that call. And, but you're willing to do that. And you, I, I love the way your eyes light up when you're talking about Jesus. You can really tell your enthusiasm and your um, your commitments and, and and really the the love you have for Jesus. Well, thank you. I don't know about the value add. I appreciate that, but I do know that when we start talking about Jesus, it does yeah. strike a chord inside of me, yeah. a passion inside of me that I love to talk about. Yeah, you can really tell on those calls. Well, let me just um, when, when it comes to when it comes to determining. Um, uh, you know the messages what we're going to do it's it's a, it's a corporate deal it's not just me saying you do this and this is it's like us working together as a team to determine you know what are we going to talk about and then every once in a while one of you like man this really struck a chord with me mm -hmm. now when it comes to the characters is there any particular characters that really uh and you yeah. know that really touched you i, I individually if i was going to say an individual character i would i would say mary um, just her struggles with her past, um, with, you know, maybe uh, substance abuse, with uh, maybe, uh, you know, some, some things that have happened to her in the past, and that hanging on to that, to that, to that bitterness and that shame, uh, it, it's just, to me, she's just such a, an interesting character in that regard. I, I will say, I, I kind of, I don't know if I should admit this, but I kind of, I, I kind of had a little crush on Eden. So yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. But no, I think Mary and I, I you know, uh, Jesus's mother, Mary as well. Yeah. Just the actress who played her, that wedding at Cana scene, uh, 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 that episode was one of the ones I wrote. And I, I shared this with you, I actually shared it on the Guthrie stage. That, that episode, it reminded me so much of my mother. My mother was, uh, she was a, an alcoholic when I was a kid. And my dad came to her and said, you need to get sober. You'll never see your kids again. And she'd been in and out of rehab throughout, you know, it's me and my sister and we're young and she throughout her adult life, she'd been in and out of rehab. In that moment, mm -hmm. I think she realized that she could lose the most important thing to her. And in the beginning of that scene, if mm -hmm. you remember, uh, you know, it's the, it's Jesus is lost and Mary and Joseph are frantically searching for him. And, they finally find him and you know jesus is like why are you searching for me and you can just see that just how 
the fright on yeah. Mary's face that she might lose him. Yeah. And then later in the episode, you know, when the miracle scene happens and Mary is really hoping her friend uh, doesn't get embarrassed. She wants her friend not to get embarrassed. She knows Jesus can, can save this day. But Jesus also, it's not his time yet. Mm. So, but Mary asks and Jesus uh, does it for her. Mm. Even though it's not his time, he, he makes that miracle happen. Why? Uh, because out of love. Yeah. And I think about, you know, my, my mom, my mom died a miracle for me. She spent the last three decades of her life sober. That was a miracle. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't turn water into wine. She turned wine into water. Come on, but it, that's at, so good. At the end of the, uh, you know, it was still a miracle. Yes, and, and you, it, the beauty of that scene when when they're looking at each other, and Mary looks at Jesus following the miracle, and and she mouths, "Thank you," yeah. and you just see just the the sheer pride in her eyes. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's, I, I have so much pride in my mother. She passed away several years ago, but I have so much pride. She's my hero. And I mean, if I could say anything to her and I think I, I hope I, I, she knew how, how, how much I, I loved her and how, how, pri how much pride I had in her. But I, I would like, I would say thank you yeah. for, for doing that for me yeah. and my sister. Oh, that is so good, Corey. And you know, you talked about that scene. Um, that scene as it unfolded in the, in the movie really brought a new lot to how I had read that passage. I, I, I'd just never seen it quite the way they unfolded. Well, that's what I've loved about the brilliance of this is that it gave me a new lens with which I've read the gospel and especially that story. Yeah. And for me too, I, I get to go and do that research. Uh, and, and that, that, help, that helps me learn about yeah. the gospel. You know, the, the Sons of Thunder, I didn't know nothing about them. Yeah. And then you go and you dig into the fact that, uh, you know, they're, they're, how they, you know, how they went past that scene and how they died. And, you know, and it's just you learn all that sure. stuff. Yeah. Sure. Which to me has been kind of the fun things is that I do get to dig into the gospel and the history of it as well. Learning about, uh, you know, the Pharisees and, and things like that, which I didn't even know anything about. And Casey had to go and educate me on the Pharisees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, this past weekend, we just wrapped up um, our summer uh, first showing of The Chosen. Mm -hmm. And so we're coming out of that, you know, Sunday and, and over Thursday, we uh, actually got to see The Good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. Now, and you wrote that script. Yeah. And how did that impact you? It, I, I've always, I love the story of the Good Samaritan. To me, that encompasses Jesus and what Jesus wants us to do in the world. To love our enemies as we would love ourselves, mm. that to me is Jesus. And the way they, they, they kind of took that, that parable, but they twisted it. In yes. the way that you didn't see the actual good Samaritan, you saw, uh, uh, you saw bad, uh, you saw bad. You the, know, the man who yeah. actually yeah. caused the person that was injured and dying mm -hmm. to be there. Yeah, the bad Samaritan. Yeah, essentially. yeah, the bad Samaritan. Yeah, yeah. and you uh, you get to see that, and and I, all of a sudden you're you're kind of going and you're seeing what is happening, and then it's like, oh wow. Oh, and I loved when the. <laughs> The disciples, you know, they, they did this field and they worked this ground and prepared it all. And then for them to sit there and find out, we did this for this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus was like, you know, which that was so much Jesus. That's what he was, 
he, he has proven a point to them. And that, in the disciples too, that you, you see they're real people. Yeah. You know, they had to learn, like we need to learn to follow Jesus. You can get baptized and saved, and that happens in a moment, but following Jesus takes a lifetime. Oh, preach it. <laughs> and so, preach it. You know, and that's that's what we're seeing with these uh, disciples is that that they yeah. they their growth and in that this second season, uh, you know, Mary goes through she she realizes she kind of goes back to her old ways. Mm-hmm. And you see the infighting between in the second season between the disciples. They start, you know, nipping at each other and yelling at each other. And and they're on this just giant mission. And yet they're still fighting with each other about these little petty things. Yeah. And you realize that very well probably could have happened. That was what's happening. Yeah. I, it, it had to have happened. Yeah. And so I, I, I loved in that, um, in the Good Samaritan, the one we just finished this weekend, about where, you know, Jesus is standing up there with James and John and uh, uh, along comes a group of Samaritans and they just like throw rocks at them and then spit upon them. And, uh, and then James and John are like, let's, you know, they're ready to go call fire down from heaven and just destroy them. And then Jesus turns on that discipline part of him that yeah. correction and that sternness and just really corrects them and that was powerful yeah and then what i also love is immediately following that he cracks a joke i yes. can't remember what the That's joke the was <laughs> but it's just like it, it levitates that moment and yeah. you see those two sides of jesus which is the side of you know where he's stern and he's going to make sure that uh that people are doing what he wants but also the human aspect of just you know i i, I want you to enjoy life yeah i want you to enjoy life in, in the way I've, I've decreed, but I want you to still enjoy life. Mm. But following me doesn't mean you can't have fun. So we are next week. Next week is going to be um, week number two of The Chosen. And I really hope that people invite people to be a part of experiencing this because yeah. it's going to be a powerful time. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a really great message. Yeah, we, we uh, can't give the insight into that yeah, one yet. You have to come it, and it, check it out. It, it's, it's called Freedom and only a couple of days after July 4th. So, yeah, yeah it's... It's powerful stuff. Yeah. Well, Corey, thank you so very much for thank joining you. me today. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for having me on the show. And again, thank you for your stewardship of me and your leadership yeah. of me and just what you do in this church. It's, it's, I'm truly blessed to have you as my pastor. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, you represent many others who give your time, your energy, your efforts, use your talents for the kingdom of God. And uh, here's the thing. I cannot keep record of all those, but there's a God in heaven that's keeping record of your uh, use of your talents, your energies, and the motive behind that too. And then he is keeping accurate records and someday he is going to reward that. And that's good to know as a follower of Jesus. Thank you. And so I am so glad that you joined us today. Um, I was thrilled to be able to sit down with Corey White and talk about The Chosen. I hope that you have enjoyed the first week and that you will make plans on being at this second weekend of The Chosen in Oklahoma City and in Guthrie. I hope that you have a great day and join us again next week for Up and to the Right.